Joy is for you. Welcome to the Joybringer Podcast. The world is full of uncertainties, difficulty, and pain. It needs joy, and you and I can bring it, but we can't bring what we don't have. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Let's grab hold of joy and bring it everywhere we go. I'm Season, and you are listening to the Joybringer podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad that you've joined me. And I'm really, I'm super grateful because I have a new soul friend. Her name is Jen Weaver, and she is joining me today to have great conversation full of hope and joy and goodness all about um, Good God Talks. Good God Talks is Jen's podcast, and, uh, and, and I'm so excited to you know, start fresh this new year with this truth that God is speaking, and he wants to talk to you today. Hi, Jen. Welcome. Hi, Susan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, that's It's so funny. Jen and I, I feel like I've known you for a long time, mm-hmm. but we really sort of officially met pretty recently at a retreat. And I don't know what it is, but there's something about you that I was so drawn to and um, I was like, I don't know, my soul like loves your soul. <laughs> so, oh, I was like, I'm- so sweet. And I feel the same way about you. I feel like even as we start to get to know more of each other's stories, there's so many yeah. common things that we've walked to that we've gotten to experience in God's kindness and presence mm-hmm. in our lives. And it's easy to connect in some of those ways too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, as I was planning ahead and looking um, just to who I want to have conversations with and who I think would be a blessing to the listeners, you are just at the top of that list. So, you know, in an, in the new year, I, I have you ever done the, like the word for the year thing? Yes. Yeah. You know, I used to be like goals for the year. That was kind of the, and, and many people still, I think do set goals, but f- for me, um, I'm not good at that. <laughs> I just felt like I regularly, you know, would just forget. Like I'd start the, I'd start the first two months of the year, like all gung ho about something. And then, well, whoops, I forgot about, you know, June. I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) I think I was supposed to accomplish something. So when the, the word for the year kind of became a a thing and more of a, a, a fad, I like this. And um, so I've had some interesting words for the years. And, um, and, and so I would love to hear maybe one of one or two of yours. And uh, specifically, um, I had a really wild one. I felt like this was a couple of years ago. I felt in January that, that the Lord really laid upon my heart and sort of lit up my mind with this phrase, the year of the father. Mm. And this was in early January. And I, I just couldn't shake it. And I thought, gosh, I don't know what this means. Like maybe, maybe God wants me to get to know, you know, the, the father better. Maybe I have some, some things that I'm believing. And and I was, was really asking a lot of my friends and I thought, what, could I read some books about this? Like, what is it about the year of the father? Well, that was in January. In March, my real life dad moved in with my husband and I and our daughter at the time. One one of our daughters was still living with us. My father moved in with us. A few months after that, my father bought us a house to live in. Wow. <laughs> and then subsequently, because he was living with us, um, 
it, it provided a way for me to follow the Lord and, um, and, and quit the job that I was working in. And I was able to you know, go out and follow the Lord in obedience by leaving my full-time salary position because my dad was like providing for, you know, our, our mortgage and, and things like that. And, and it was a wild thing because it was the last thing that I expected, but it truly became the year of the father and and a year later, my dad died. Mm. So I got to spend his last year of life with him in my home and restoring so much of things that I didn't know were missing or broken or lacking. And, and it was just a really weird thing because I had no idea what that meant when, when I felt like that's what the Lord had revealed to me. And then again and again, I was just blown away by how that came to fruition in my life in completely unexpected ways. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I can relate in some ways. Uh, I definitely relate to the setting the goal and then forgetting about it. <laughs> I can do that so easily. I feel like I like to plan and, um, like make a strategy based on goal setting more than I like to always actually follow through with the thing that I set the goal for. Mm. And so goal setting hasn't always been the best way for me to start out the year um, because I'll forget or I can get really hard on myself if I get off track. I can tend toward that perfectionist achiever side of things. Mm. Um, but I do love asking God for a word of the year. And it's funny because even as you say this, I'm like, I can't even remember what my word was for the year. Mm. Um, but I do know that every time God gives me a word for the year, the way he connects with me in, in that conversation specifically is he's always inviting for me to receive something from him where mm. I can default to doing something, producing something, achieving more, like goal setting is always, how can I push myself harder, faster, farther? He's always inviting me at the beginning of each new year to receive something from him. Mm. And so words I've had in the past tend toward that, whether it's rest or reflection or a space or like those kind of things where he's inviting me not just to push ahead of my own strength, but he's giving me clues about how he wants to show up in my life in the new year. Mm. Isn't that just like the Lord though, that, that the requirement, like what he's asking for us is to receive what he wants to give us. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's, it's the, um, the invitation to receive. And, and we're so quick to be like, but I want to please you and I want to accomplish these things. And he's like, awesome. We're going to do that together. But first I want to fill you mm -hmm. with my love and my goodness and my strength so that you can accomplish these things. Okay. So there have also been years where I didn't hear anything or I really struggled to hear. And, and I'm someone who would say that I do hear from the Lord and I uh, listen and I, um, I see, um, messages from the Lord in, in many unique ways. I have dreams. I hear from the Lord often, but I know a lot of people struggle with that. And, and I love your heart for this to teach people and to inspire people to talk with God and to receive, uh, words from the Lord and hear from the Lord. So what do you, what do you suggest? How do you encourage people to hear from the Lord? Well, I was one of those people that struggled. So mm. I start I start there. I grew up in the church. I grew up in a Christian home. I had a genuine in, in, encounter with God where I received salvation. I knew that I needed forgiveness. I knew that I needed a savior. 
but I had no clue we could actually have relationship with God. I thought he was after my compliance. I thought he was mm. after my obedience. I thought he was after my performance to like, oh, I'm a Christian now. I'm going to go out and do good things for God. And I had no idea that we could have relationship. And so as I started learning about relationship, that pivotal realization for me really came in recognizing that God talked to some people. And first I got really mad about it because I was working so hard for God. And I'm like, well, why is, why is God talking with them? He's not talking mm. to me and I'm doing all of this hard work. Like I was trying to do every good Christian thing I could think of. And I was getting, I would get down on myself when I would sin. I would get down on myself when I would mess up. I kind of assumed that when I would make mistakes and however I was defining those, um, I needed to, to just like step back from God until he got over being angry with me. Cause I was like, oh, well, he, he doesn't really want to see me right now. He doesn't really mm -hmm. want me to draw near. I had all of these lies that I believed about who God was and then when I started learning, okay, well, other people can talk with him, I decided, okay, well, I'm working so hard already. I'm going to, I'm going to reallocate that hard work. And I'm going to start figuring out how to hear God speak. If he talks, I want to learn how to hear him. And so my first encouragement is really don't count yourself out. If this is a thing that you, you don't know if you've ever heard God speak, or if it feels inconsistent in hearing God's voice or being able to recognize his voice, don't count yourself out. There are no special people that get to hear God's voice. We are all his special people. I, I'm so I'm so encouraged by your refreshing perspective to say, I was mad. Like I'm, hey, what about me? I'm working hard over here. You know, I'm a good girl. I I have often, you know, say, I'm an obedient daughter. I'm an obedient daughter, right? And therefore, I want XYZ, right? I I wanna I want what other people have, right? I think it's so, that's so honest. And I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that because we can easily look around and disqualify ourselves because what we experience is not like what other people experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that leads into one of the other tips that I love to share because conversations are two-way streets. Mm. And I think we can forget that with God for a variety of reasons, including like he's the only person in our lives that is never fully visible to us. Like, even if I were to talk to, to you on the phone, I can also see you in the flesh in front of me at some point in our lives. Like, we'll meet up at the retreat. We'll jump on a call. Like, but when we're talking with God, most of us don't see like Jesus incarnate in front of us. And so it can be hard to remember that this is a back and forth conversation where we're both talking and listening. And in me learning how to hear God's voice, part of it was also me learning to bring my true self to him. Because mm -hmm. if I was really honest, I had a hard time being honest with God in those early seasons. I still have a hard time sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to actually tell him that I feel this way. <laughs> we can right. bring ourselves honestly before him and engage in conversation. He wants that from us. He wants you to come honest. Mm, it's so true. I, I think that we just forget all the time that he knows anyway. And I know sometimes I, I struggle because I'm like, well, I don't need to talk to him about it because he already knows. But just like any any child that we have or a friend or, or a spouse, like you do want to hear what's on their mind because you genuinely care. Mm -hmm. And there creates an intimacy instead of just saying, well, he already knows. Why do I need to talk to him about it? Um, it's an intimacy to say, but I'm going to make a statement 
and and test that and be bold and say, I'm going to trust you with this out loud. I'm going to trust that, yes, you already know, but engagement is is what we can do, right? Because <laughs> it yeah. feels like we can't force the hand of God. We can't, you know, God, I want these things or I'm asking you to do this and that and I'm not seeing you answer me. But we can in step out in engagement by actually speaking and engaging with the Lord versus just sort of sitting back and waiting for him to, you know, do his thing. Yes. Well, and if I don't, if I don't feel safe enough, if I don't feel secure enough, if I don't feel welcomed by God to share where I'm at with him, I Mm. also don't feel safe enough to receive what he wants to tell me because I'm making assumptions about how he feels toward me or how he would respond to what I want to share with him. And so like we do in most of our relationships, we avoid, I'll step Mm. back from God. I'll do things that I feel like give me space to feel comfortable enough instead of realizing, okay, that doesn't line up with what the Bible says about who God is. That mm-hmm. That's not true of his nature or his character or his promises. And so I can choose to act differently. Sometimes I straight up will tell God, hey, God, I don't really feel like talking right now. And I love it because it's me being genuine with the Lord. But I'm also by saying that statement out loud to God, I'm choosing not to stay in that place. And I'm actually taking that very thing and using it to start a conversation with God. I'm not just letting it hold me back. I'm pressing Mm -hmm. in to talk with him still. Mm. So here's a question for many of us. How do you hear from God? What does he, do you hear him? Does he talk to you? Like, how do you experience that? Well, I would love to hear him in an audible voice someday. Mm-hmm. That has never been my experience um, <laughs> for from all of us. One of the, the simplest, most straightforward ways that we hear from God is in his written word. So what he tells us in other ways will always line up with his word, the Bible. So I will read the Bible and scripture itself tells us that it's living and active. So even that, that's not like, I'm not reading God's past communication. I'm engaging in God's current communication because his word is living and active. So it's, it's him talking with me through the written word of the Bible, um, through the Holy spirit. I often personally, I get, um, like phrases that will just kind of pop up in my mind that I know are, are better than what I would come up with on my own. (laughs) They're they're wiser, they're deeper, they're more applicable. I'll have a question about something and the phrase will pop up kind of in my mental eye. I mean, not like weird, but like in my, in my mental thoughts, you know, thought that's not just from me. And then I'll also get kind of pictures or senses of peace. That's another really common way that God will talk with me. He'll give me a sense of peace as I'm trying to weigh a decision or figure out problem solving something. I'll ask God to to help direct my steps by offering me peace in the direction I can go. Mm-hmm. That That's so good. I know I describe it as just sort of a, a, a knowing inside yeah. of me. Like I go, gosh, it's like my soul heard that. I didn't necessarily hear it out loud, but gosh, every fiber of my being heard it on the inside. Um, I know the Lord often talks to me through song, mm-hmm. songs I've heard a million times. And then I'll hear, you know, and this isn't about like worship music or anything, just lyrics, songs, um, moments, right? Sometimes you just need to see that rainbow. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, God, you are faithful for years, for, for, for years. Um, there'll be numbers that pop up mm-hmm. and those are really fascinating to lean into. God is not limited to just verbal communication. 
Yeah. And I know for me, when I started to read the Bible really seriously as an adult, uh, I would read it out loud. I often still do read it out loud. And that was wild to me because stating it out loud, I heard it and it would stop me in my tracks. I would read, you know, two or three verses and it would blow my mind so much. I would just like get up and walk around my house crying like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And it, and it sinks in in a different way. So reading scripture out loud is a, is a really fun um, tool to actually hear the voice of the Lord. Yes. Well, and he, he does. He talks through so many different ways. Um, he often will speak through other people where yes. you're, you're seeking God on something and you, you go to a weekend church service or you're in a conversation with friends and someone says something that just kind of resonates within you. You're like, oh, I think this is for me. This, yeah. this directly applies to what I've been trying to, to talk with God about, what I've been asking him to show me. Um, and yeah. even just circumstances where you'll come into conversations, you're like, wow, you're the third person who's told me that. Right, right, right. <laughs> God right. uses those circumstances, even just clearly open doors and closed doors where I'll ask God, God, the doors that aren't for me to walk through, I want you to close them. Like, can you close some of those? So it, it makes it easier for me to know the way to go. Yeah, and then I trust yeah. him to guide me and to close some of those doors that aren't the ones for me to walk through. Mm-hmm. I know that I am a ready fire aim person. <laughs> I just pull the trigger real fast. And often uh, transparently, I feel like I, I will forget to ask the Lord about it. Or I just feel like I, well, God, you know, I have permission to do this. I'm going to go do it. And then in the midst of me, you know, barreling down the road, I can tell when God sort of puts a couple of cones there and oh, now I'm turning this way. It's really encouraging. He He loves us. There's so much grace and love all around that he meets us in our, he, we're not a surprise to him. He knows <laughs> how I am. And if I'm taken off running, he will, you know, guide me gently. Um, mm -hmm. But there have been times in my life where you feel like you got yanked by your hair away from the cliff. Right? Oh yeah. And, where he rescued you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And, and praise the Lord for that. But in the moment it's, it's hard. Um, I have you ever heard from the Lord and not done the thing that you've heard? Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. a, I, I want to hear from you, but I, I'll, I'll share with you this. Um, a few, maybe about six weeks, maybe four weeks or six weeks before my dad died, it was extremely sudden, just real sudden. So we didn't expect it, but I heard in my entire body, in my DNA, I was walking down the hall at my house. This was, we were living in California and I heard without a doubt, season, get your house in order. And I, it stopped me in my tracks and I was afraid because that phrase sounds like you're going to die. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that, that scared me. And in the back of my mind, I knew what it meant. I knew that I needed to get my name on the deed of our house. My dad bought this house so that we all could live in it. At the time, we just needed to get it done quickly. And we did not put my name on with my dad's on the deed of our home. So I said to my husband, hey, I think we need to do that. We had kept saying, oh, well, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Well, my husband reached out to a friend and said, hey, can you send us that paperwork? But we were not quick acting. But I knew that we needed to do it. I just didn't move quickly. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks later, my dad died. 
And I went into a two-year probate situation with this house and my inheritance that was then tied up in this thing. And it became court battle. I mean, it was brutal, brutal. And so I have also learned to heed the voice of the Lord, to listen and act on it because, you know, God doesn't, God doesn't punish us, right? That was not a word from the Lord to punish me. Like he didn't hurt me, but he tried to tell me. And I, even though it was confusing to me and I was nervous about, I knew, I really did know what it meant and, and I didn't act on it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not, that's not something to like to scare anybody, but the Lord wants us to listen and respond. And I tell you, I, I hear now and I move. Like if I, I don't want that to happen again. Um, he is good to tell us. And he, and ultimately there was victory and we got what we needed and praise the Lord. But oh my gosh, the journey that we didn't have to go on. Right. Well, there's, there's, I mean, I have circumstances in my life where I can look back on that and say, man, the journey I didn't have to go on. Yeah. Also, I think there's journeys I missed out on going on in some Mm -hmm. ways, Mm -hmm. because I can think back on times where I felt like God gave me a word of encouragement, a word of, of love. Like he's like, I want you to go up to this stranger in the grocery store mm. and tell them I love them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do it because I was afraid I heard wrong. I didn't want to offend them. I, I'm like, I don't know this person. I don't want to be yeah. seen as weird. Like all of those concerns would rise up in me and I would miss the opportunity. Now, more opportunities come. We can say, okay, God, I'm, I'm going to choose again differently. I'm sorry. I missed that one. But I think I missed some of those opportunities to really be part of the ministry that God wanted to do in that moment. And I have found that the more I say yes to God, instead of hesitate, the more I say, you know what, even if I'm hearing wrong, this is me practicing listening. So I will know more after I walk this out, sometimes from the way the person responds, but sometimes they don't even tell you, like they're not going to tell you from their face or their words that your word resonated with them. They're just like, okay. And you walk on, but God gives you confirmation. God's like, thank you. Well done, daughter. That's what I wanted you to do. You're like, okay, it's, it's worth the risk to me. And I can still struggle in that way of like, okay, it is easier for me in a circumstance where I'm like, oh, I know someone would want this encouragement. I know someone will be receptive to the Lord saying, I love you or to saying, hey, I think I have this encouragement for your life. It's easier for me in those places where I know it would be well-received. And it gets harder for me still to walk in them when I'm unsure. And God invites me to trust him in that. Every time we engage with the Lord, he's like, trust me, see that I'm faithful. Right. Because he's moving out of love. Yeah. Always. Yeah. We, we're not operating. A, we're, we're not in the camp of walking up to someone and calling out something nasty right? no. or humiliating someone. It's all it's all in the name of love and revealing God's nature and character to people. Mm-hmm. Speaking love because that's what God speaks, right? Yes. Yeah. And I have found that too, even in my own, my own experiences with him, um, it's speaking in love. It's also not always serious. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. God is fun. It's so fun. Yes. All the time. And I think like if you picture to anyone who's listening, if you picture your closest relationships, human relationships, it could be your spouse, it could be boyfriend, girlfriend, your best friend, like whoever that is for you. 
if you picture your connection with that person and thriving moments you've had over the course of your relationship, some of them have been serious and some of them have been fun. Mm-hmm. Where you laugh so hard, your face hurt, or you went yes. on a crazy adventure together, or like you found yourself in a mess and you got out of it together, or you were there for each other in a hard thing. Like there's both serious and fun. And I, I'm sure it came from a variety of places, but I think we miss that a lot in these conversations about God and in church spaces. God is serious. He does like deep heart work and healing and supernatural freedom and recovery. Also like we can laugh with God and have fun Mm -hmm. with him and enjoy spending time together. Yeah. Like C.S. Lewis says, joy is the serious business of heaven. Yeah. Like it says in scripture, in your presence is found strength and joy. So when we are in the presence of God or we're engaging in relationship with God, we will find joy. That's, that's the whole point. That's the thing that I want, you know, anyone and everyone to hear is that joy is for you because Jesus is for you because God is full of joy and love. And he wants to reveal that fill us with those things so that we can bring it everywhere we go. And in order to receive, we have to be open to to hear the Lord, to feel the Lord, to be aware of God in every way. And, you know, but I do want to say this because so many people do struggle with this. Mm -hmm. Um, Our words and the statements that we make are really important. Often in, in certain circles, we call them vows and agreements. We quickly make these vows and agreements without thinking, right? Mm -hmm. We'll say, well, I don't hear from the Lord or I never dream. Or, right, God doesn't want to talk to me. We make these statements, but especially these statements are made out loud. That's powerful. Yeah. And it means something spiritually. So we want to catch ourselves and not make these vows and agreements. We want to change, flip the script, change the story and say out loud, until you believe it, (laughs) I do hear from the Lord. He wants to talk to me. Mm -hmm. I am open. I want to dream. I want to hear from you, Lord. I declare you are speaking to me and I, you know, declare that my ears will hear and my eyes will see. And, and those are really powerful statements. Do you, do you ever do those things? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because we live according to what we believe. Yeah. And sometimes false beliefs, just like you're talking about, will sneak in where we just, we put caps on things. Mm -hmm. And so even if it's, Um, even if it's, I want to grow in this, I believe Mm -hmm. God will speak to me. I believe God will share more of who he is with me. I, I never will complete learning everything there is to know about God, not until heaven. Mm -hmm. And so there's always more that I can learn from God and I can receive from him. And so I, I choose to align how I live with that belief. So yeah, it's, it's that affirmation. This is what is true. And then how can I live according to the truth? How can I take Mm -hmm. action to align my choices right now with the truth? Okay. If I believe that God speaks with me, I'm going to spend time waiting to listen for him and not just spend my whole time in prayer, me talking because guilty, I can do that. I'm going to trust that he, he will give me instruction and direction from his word. I am going to talk with him about things that might feel silly. I was in a class one time 
and uh, the teacher was giving us different questions to go and take to God. And mm -hmm. one of the questions was to ask God which pair of your shoes was his favorite. Come on. And this was this was early on in me learning this side of like fun conversations with God. And, and honestly, right. at first I discounted the question. I was like, God does not care about my shoes. <laughs> like, okay, this is this. We need to talk about spiritual matters here. Like, right. <laughs> right. but I was like, okay, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the activity. And so we're sitting there in, in our chairs in this classroom and we're all like, close your eyes, do what you need for a few minutes, ask God the question, see what he tells you. And so I asked God the question immediately. He shows me my favorite pair of shoes in that season, which I was younger, I was in my twenties. They were pretty high heeled, red, like, <laughs> um, and I, I just loved them. And so I was like, okay, why? And he, again, so quick. And he said, because you feel beautiful when you wear them. Oh, come and on, Jesus. What, what that did for me in the moment was so yeah. healing and so beautiful because I had, I had reasoned that away as something that God wouldn't care about, but he mm. cares about how we feel about ourselves. Mm. Yeah. He cares about us walking out the identity that he has put in us. He calls us beautiful. He calls mm. us radiant. Like we, we as believers are being formed as his radiant bride. Mm. And he, even in those answers was showing that he was aware of me. He was attentive to me, not only in what my shoes were, but how I felt when I wore them. Mm. And that brought delight to him. And so that's one of the things I love exploring on Good God Talks, because we can have these uncommon conversations in mm -hmm. any day life moments where we get to engage with God in ways that pertain to the moment and the circumstance and the day we're in, like right there. Yeah. yeah. So as we enter, we're entered into a new year, new mm -hmm. opportunities, new um new fresh perspectives right now because the reality is it's just another day it's another you know tick on the clock but in our culture in our society we do celebrate a new year with with new possibilities what are some things that we can do um some things that we can include in our conversations with god so that we can have good god talks do you have any suggestions especially in this new year of what we could ask the lord um or or how we can specifically look to hear from the lord so if this is, I'll start here. If this is especially new for you who's listening, start asking God to show you how he's already speaking with you mm. because he's talking with us all the time. And sometimes we're not able to hear him. Sometimes we hear him and we just don't know yet that it's him or it takes a minute to step back and reflect and ask him, hey, God, will you show me how you're talking with me? And he will show you. He's like, look at Look at the sermon series your pastor's been in. Look at these conversations you've been having with your friend. Look at the door that's been opening. He'll remind you of the word of the year for last year and mm -hmm. how he carried that through in your life. And so start asking him to show you. Um, another great tip is as you're reading the Bible, ask God what he wants to show you in that. So our engagement with God as we as we read the Bible, isn't just with what we can understand ourselves, but God wants to bring revelation. So, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm reading in the book of John this week. What do you want to show me here? What's mm -hmm. the application mm -hmm. that I can have with you? And then yeah. ask him to show you what comes next in growing this conversational habit. 
Maybe for you, it's, okay, I'm going to start having these fun conversations. Maybe it's realizing I used to be like aligning myself with this lie and kind of speaking death over this area of my walk with God. And I don't have to anymore. Um, but ask him, okay, what else could this look like? How can mm. I draw, could be drawn into this more as our relationship grows? Um, and then kind of a shameless plug here, Good God Talks, all of our episodes are these conversation starters. So it's a theme and a verse and a question to go ask God, because it is a habit that we can grow in cultivating as we connect with him. Yeah, not a shameless plug at all. It's part of why I wanted you on here because I love what you're doing. I love that uh, I'm so inspired by your Good God Talks uh, because it's a reminder every day. It's a reminder for me that it's it's more than what I'm doing and I can never get to the end of it. God is always inviting us deeper take to, to take one step further, no matter where we're at on our journey, to just to keep taking one step further. And, and you're so good at inviting us to join you on that journey. And, um, you know, I also wanted to say, if, if you're not hearing a specific word yet for the year, don't, don't worry about it. I never, I never heard one from, for this last year. I just didn't, it wasn't where I was at and that's okay. Yeah. Um, there are many other ways that God speaks to us and many other things that he is at work doing, but it, it is a fun thing to do, to ask the Lord, do you have a, it doesn't even have to be a word. It could be a focus. I mean, mm -hmm. gosh, it could be anything. It could be, I mean, a color, a symbol. It could be just a, a, a feeling. Um, God has intention to go deeper with us and reveal more of himself. This is the cool thing. It's, it's not just about us growing. It's about God revealing more of who he is. Yeah. It really is. And it's that always present, always increasing invitation for any mm -hmm. of us. I would say too, mm -hmm. for anyone who feels like maybe you do hear God's voice, but it's, he's seemed quiet to you lately, or you're not sure, like go back to what you last heard. Yes. Sometimes God's like, Hey, we're still talking about this thing. Hey, still walk out that thing. Like this is still where we're at. Um, also, if you're putting pressure on yourself that you need a new word. It has to be a word for the year. It has to be this next thing. Uh, ask God what else, what else it could be or seek, seek to spend time with him in a different way. I know mm -hmm. even in marriage, like if Jared and I are having an area where we're just not getting breakthrough, like we're feeling stuck in, in it. Sometimes if we just keep like going back to that same topic, it feels like it makes it worse. It just grows this tension instead of like, oh, let's, let's do something else. Maybe yeah. it's time for you to do something else with the Lord. Maybe it's yeah. more worship or a different, a different book or taking walks with him outside and expressing gratitude or like whatever that could be. Like, even if it feels hard right now, know that that is also not this cap on your relationship. You'll go through mm -hmm. that season too. God will carry you through it. I, I'm glad you brought that up about going back to the last thing he said. Sometimes God, God listen, God's patient. He's not mm -hmm. a bully. Mm -mm. And he, if, if he, this has happened to me where I was really wondering what happened. Like, hello, is this thing on? Where, where you at? You know? And I just felt a reminder in my spirit. I'm waiting for you to do the thing I encouraged you to go do, right? You, you need to go apologize. You, you, you have an opportunity to go clean up that mess over there. Yeah. D do that. And, yep. th and then, you know, we'll keep moving forward. Um, so that's a really great way to, um, 
to check in with the Lord and wonder, you know, are you, why are you being so quiet? Another thing that I love, um, is if, uh, Bill Johnson says, if you, if you're struggling to hear the Lord and if you can't see what God is doing or, or see his presence anywhere, remember, hmm. remember what he's done because yeah. We can look back on our lives and go, gosh, remember that time? Remember when you answered that prayer, Lord? Remember when you were so present? I felt it. I, you know, allow your history with God to strengthen your soul because he did it before and he will do it again. God yeah. is always revealing his goodness in our past, in our present and in our future. So we just need to, to be able to pay attention to it. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, that helps right. me too. Right? I, I've, I've been grateful for that. Because yeah, for for those of us who you know hear from the Lord all the time, there are still periods of silence. Um, and we, we're sharing this just because we've been strengthened by it, you know? Yeah. Um, There's been those okay. times too where uh, he's like, I keep telling you the same thing and you just don't want to hear it. <laughs> so I'm like, why aren't you talking to me? <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> I'm still saying it. Yeah. With love. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. With I'm love. Just, just, just waiting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Jen, Good God Talks is a podcast that can be found anywhere. Yep. And I know that you have a lot of other irons in the fire. Let me tell you, I have to tell listeners this. Your emails that you send out are so encouraging. Well, They're you. simple. They're easily digestible. And, and I actually, of all the, you know, emails I get from all kinds of people, I love receiving yours. And if someone wants to sign up for one of your emails, where do they go to do that? Uh, so I'll give you two real easy ways. Um, the first one is my website, thegenweaver.com. You can subscribe to the email list there. Uh, also find Good God Talks on any podcast platform. And I have a free download that's available in all those show notes for a journaling pages template PDF. So you sign up to get that journaling pages document and that also puts you on the email list. Love it. Yeah, you are an encouragement to my soul and I know that you're encouraging to the listeners today and I hope that they would um, engage in, in, in relationship with you because you are a blessing. You are a precious, precious woman and I'm grateful for your friendship. Oh, thank you, Susan. I'm very grateful for you and you... Thanks. I mean, everyone who knows you knows this already, but you bring joy with you wherever you go. And it is so true and genuine to who you are. So I love that you're even kicking off the year this way and inviting, inviting your listeners, inviting your community to draw near to God. Yeah. Thank you, friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Joybringer podcast. I would love to connect with you. Find me on social media or on my website at seasonedhours.com. For more information on how to live like the gospel is good news, check out my book, The Joybringer Challenge. You can buy it anywhere books are sold or on my website. Thanks again for listening. And hey, I love you. <laughs>